Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Oh, there we go. There we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Box Office Breakdown. Yes, we are not on at our normal time today. Yeah. We're a little late. We're a little frazzled. A little bit. A little Um, bit. Everyone came in from kind of a... Rough day. Sh- rough day, hectic day. Dirty uh, yeah. do you want to lament already? I mean, the Patriots. Listen, it doesn't hurt as bad when you have a team that wins so much. Especially, we won Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. it would hurt so much more if we did win Super Bowl last year because yeah. you, you you yearn for it more because we won last year. Like, part of me is like, okay, we we almost made it. We didn't. But I feel bad for like if you were like a Redskins fan or a Buffalo Bills fan, you'd be feling it so much worse. It was and, it was the Guskowski miss. Yeah. I mean, uh, you oh, know, they're the down seven. There, there was no doubt in my mind that Tom Brady was going to throw a touchdown. Yeah, but the two point conversion—that's a little much to ask that's for. Tough. Yeah, it, it's a tough one. The thing is, for me, is every year one team gets hit by the injury bug, mm-hmm. and this year it was the Patriots. We lost both both of our starting both? running backs. And we, our offensive line was decimated. Uh, if we were a full tilt, the good news is ball. Sarah is going to be a New England uh, Patriots cheerleader <laughs> next year. Yes, and yeah, that's what's going to oh, happen. I am? Yeah, is that I just what's going uh, to happen. I made a call. I oh, made a call. thanks. I that's called, been uh, my lifelong dream. I've wanted that so badly. I think everybody wants that. Is your hecticness also connected to the Patriots? No, no. Or I, I, I'm, I'm, living, I'm living an interesting life right now. Do you want to tell us? Or are I don't you know if I could. I don't know if I'm legally binded to. I mean, I, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, so if you next don't show up next uh, week, should we send out a search party? No, I'm not going to jail or anything like okay. that. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot to uh, – I'm going to have to dress nice for, you know – a couple of suits for the next couple of weeks. All right. All right. Well, before we get started on talking about this weekend's box office, um, which should be an interesting conversation, I do want to shout out to our wonderful Dylan Esposito Mm, for always being there. You are the best. And he has our a little bit about our winners from this week from everyone who played along with us, predicted, and did some guessing games. Unfortunately, no one went five for five this week. Not even Boss Turner? No, no one. That guy's on fire Well, lately. maybe Boss Turner just didn't turn well, in his thing. Let's, you know, it, yeah. let's just say, I think the box office was affected hugely by the snowstorm this weekend. The yes. whole East Coast, it threw there everything off. There was three feet of snow yeah, over there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It threw everything off. It threw, we it, didn't it threw think the of government that. off. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like, well, that, it's like taller that than, uh, three feet of snow is t- taller than like most dwarfs. Yeah. I, I don't know about that. Yeah. But we do have some winners for the guessing game. The fifth wave guessing game goes to Alex Mirosanu. Yeah. Winning for the boy is Jacob Henson. And finally for Dirty Grandpa, we're going to give that to Noah Damron. He, he picked so, that, right? Wow. Yes. And wow. we can get into those numbers because I, I went two to, for five, right? 
I don't know what you win. I don't keep track. I'm pretty sure I went two for five. Your winnings? I should have did. I mean, it was, dead, it was dead close. Speaking of this week's box office, I'm probably going to yeah. actually list the top six of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it was one of those where who knows if it was just the snowstorm on the East Coast or more of the dismal reviews that crowded yeah. all of this week's new coming films. The quality was not good. Um, Jody every- Grandpa's an eight on like. Rotten Tomatoes or something. Oh, like really? I heard it's pretty I've, funny though. I've heard, what? I've heard, I've heard the opposite. I've heard it's not really? funny yeah. at all, and I've heard it actually borderlines traumatizing. In in a, what kind of way? Yeah. I don't know. Like but a sexual people are just way? like no, just like people were traumatized. I know what's Bobby doing. Yeah, yeah. not Bobby Finstock, Bobby De Niro. <laughs> but so nothing that was new yeah. this weekend break, broke the top three, mm-hmm. but they did break the top six. Starting with the fifth wave, bringing in ten point seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. So six spot. Are, why are you? I mean, well, you won't see a number two or three at this. Oh no, these all disappear. Well, here's the deal. I don't think Chloe Grace Moritz is. Um, I don't think she has the star power. I think that she came on the scene very hard and and with a lot of luster. Mm. And I think that's has I, gone down. They try to put her in Carrie. She's in this. I mean, she's going to be in Neighbors too, but she's not a I star. Do, I, I do I think she has star power. I don't think she has star power for this audience. I don't think. I, I think there's I, actually she, a lot of kind yeah. of beyond the young adult audience that like her. Yeah, but they're because trying to put her that. in a bunch of other stuff too and it's not working. Well, she just got cast, I believe, in The Little Mermaid, the live action remake that Disney's doing. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a make or break. I just don't think she that's can carry I, I don't think she can carry the film. Uh, she needs a supporting cast. Neighbors to it will do hmm. gangbusters, but not because of her. Uh, we'll get into more Although about. She's we're gonna she was get, good equalizer. We're going to get more into the fifth wave supporting, in a second. Supporting role. Yeah. First, we're going to go through the rest of the list um, with the number five spot, The Boy, um, bringing in $11.2 million. Mm-hmm. There's your horror for the weekend. Then going up to number four, Dirty Grandpa, bringing in 11.5. So really close. All yeah. Really close. The numbers also horrible reviews. Eight percent. Yep, right along two, staying in the top five with the number three spot this week. It dropped sixty three percent. Astronomical drop off. Astronomical drop off. I've heard nothing but bad things about this movie. Well, the only thing was a lot, like eighty percent of their audience was in the was in the Eastern Seaboard. Which was devastated to, uh, this weekend. So hmm. yeah, and bringing in and that did have twelve point nine million. Star Wars dropped forty five percent down to fourteen point two, and Revenant took the top spot of the week. Yeah. It's its fifth week in theaters, mm-hmm. bringing in sixteen million even. Still good money. I mean, look, you know, without the snowstorm, I think you see a, a two in front of the Revenant. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars probably around the same. That's why I predicted uh, Ride Along to it be number two because without the snowstorm, Ride Along would definitely have been number two. I mean, a sixty-three yeah, percent drop that, yeah. off is out of this that. world. Yeah, unless and the movie just is really close. terrible, which but we all you know. Look, it is. You look at the top five; only two of them are new, and they're the yeah. lower of the five. You have Ride Along two in its second week. The other movies that are in their second week, which have been in thirteen hours, uh, Norman the North, completely gone. We'll mm-hmm. never see them. It's We're a zero. Kind of riding through. We're keeping. Norman the North is a zero. It's a zero. It's a zero. I'm telling you, if there was a minus zero. This would get it. That's, yeah. I mean, I can't blame him. But I, Dirty Grandpa's at eight. That's terrible. What is Bob De Niro doing? Like, is he just totally ruining his legacy as, or is it just like, hey, the people who watch me in the 60s, in the 70s are like 80 now and they don't care anymore. 
Maybe. I mean, is that what's going on here? Because we all know Bobby as, you know, taxi driver, mm-hmm. you know, casino yeah, and Goodfellas. You know, but when you're doing Dirty Grandpa, the intern, which was a hit, uh, you know, the surprisingly. The intern supposedly yeah, was really supposedly actually was good. good. It actually shows some acting, acting chops. But this is something that I just don't know. I mean, and I didn't I don't love know. Joy, but I, blame I thought the, he I, was good in it. He's... <laughs> But it's this crop of films yeah. that it's kind of just shoved into January. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be overlooked. They're the things that didn't typically turn out well. You're sending people to either go catch up on their Oscar movies or yeah. to still repeat watch Star what they Wars. saw over the holidays. Mm-hmm. You look at what's coming out and nothing is preaching like 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I, mean, I think nope. this is the dog Boy da- has this is the 29. Dog days of movie. I mean, Dirty this, Grandpa this has 7. Fifth Wave has 18. Like... They're just all. Bob De Niro is actually not dirt. going to the uh, the Oscars either. Oh yeah, yeah, because he just likes black girls. So I, I I'm true. too scared to breach this topic with you. Why? Because I because let's get into it. No, it's like Spike Lee's a loser. I can't. Jada I can't. Pink this is going to be so difficult. I think, no. like Ricky Gervais said, uh, you know. Chris Rock should come in like a Ku Klux Klan outfit and then take it off and say it's the only way he got in here. <laughs> I and mean, that's what Ricky Gervais said. I think <laughs> you're blowing it out of proportion. I think Spike Lee is uh, – I've said it on Twitter earlier this week. I think he likes to stir the pot. Uh, he sucks. He wasn't invited anyway. I don't even care if he's getting an honorary whatever he's getting. He shouldn't get an honorary nothing. He's a loser. Screw that guy. Just saying. I mean, I, the bottom my my thought on this whole thing is the Oscars so white and this bullshit that's going on. The bottom line is the people who got nominated deserved it. Okay, does Michael B. Jordan? I love Creed. Does Michael B. Yeah. Jordan deserve an Oscar nomination for it? No. There's the I, Stallone. Yes, I think there's a couple because <laughs> he killed agree, it. It was you. his movie. Yeah, I mean Will Smith. Okay, maybe. Yeah, Adris Elba, I get it too. That but that I was get. a Netflix movie that nobody saw. I was yep. going to say, and I would say it's very similar for Concussion. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't see Concussion just because the marketing looked it horrible. It is what it is. I would have given uh, Jackson, the guy who played Easy E, you know what? That could have been, that could have been good supporting. too. But there is a lot of really but, good actors this year, and also the supporting cat, like the supporting gotta, category. I think for actors was one of the yeah, toughest categories of the year, and I do agree that um, that role deserves some recognition. Mm-hmm. But I also think the little kid from Room should be up there. Yeah, he was I fantastic. also probably would have given the kid from Room the Oscar. Get that, and he's get that not guy in there. from Bridge of Spies like, out of there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm that's say, that's yeah. true. Get him out of there. He doesn't belong there. He probably did something to get nominated. I would give the Idris Alba Jack. Who played Easy E, or even the kid from Room? You're 100. And I also but, think that there was room in the and, best picture category for the, Straight Out of Compton to you know be what? acknowledged. That's, I think that well, also I, should have happened. I 100 percent agree with that. Creed was the best reviewed movie of the year. Absolutely. I don't think there's any Just real bias here. Just because the best reviewed movie does not mean that it deserves no, Oscar. There's credit. no real bias here. It just is what it is. Uh, Hollywood is white. Period. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a Republican party. Well, it's a Republican. Until these people are out, then we'll figure it out. Yeah, but it's not going to happen until the baby boomers are dead, they're and they're not dead yet. But you can say that working in production, there is very much a pressure to look for scripts that are diverse. Mm-hmm. I would say right. definitely in the past year, that is something studios look for. They just aren't made A lot of yet. these geeky writers write for white people. That's what happens. This business sucks. And people need to know about it. 
Tom I for mean, 2016. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> honestly is. Like, look, and scripts I write screenplays. I write black and, characters because no, I'm basically black. And you can say that scripts <laughs> that have A-listers attached yeah. gets pushed ahead mm-hmm. versus scripts that don't have cast attached. Of and it's a hard thing to get yeah. caught up in to make scripts that make thing everything more diverse. It's, it's, but I think that people are. It's definitely people are aware of it. I just think it's blown out of proportion. And it's what a, is blown out of proportion? The, the Oscars Diversity are so white at this or point. Oscar issues. I think or both. Both. <laughs> both at this point. And Campia, who you know, I have disagreements with at times, mm-hmm. made a good point on his uh, YouTube thing the other mm-hmm. day. What he basically said: it's not about you know, uh, you know, he believed that the right people got the nods. And it's just like, you know, there's not enough roles for black, you know, actors and actresses at this mm-hmm. point. Should have Coogler got the uh, thing for Creed? Maybe. But you also have to pay your dues. It's a goddamn Oscar. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's not like something you get in the streets. It's not like these people get trophies every day for something. I sit there and, you know, it's like James Harrison from the uh, the Steelers, just, just to throw an analogy out. His kids came back with, like, a second-place trophy. Mm-hmm. He snapped the trophies on his knee, threw them out the window, and said, unless you win, do not bring a trophy in here. <laughs> Period. That's some Cobra Kai type stuff. Yeah, it's true, though. <laughs> JT, do you want to pitch into this conversation? Winners win and losers lose. No, I think— I, I don't want a second-place trophy <laughs> I in my house. I'm going to be like, oh, you're a second loser. It's it. It's done. Right. I'm not— I'm it's not, it's not I'm angry about this. Listen, I get it. I understand Oscar so white thing. I I do agree with it, but only because it's a product of what's happening in Hollywood. I think there's not enough projects being made for people of different, not just black, but like Hispanic. Look at Benicio del Toro. He should have got nominated for Sicario. That's another one. I think it's. Yeah. A, I think that's. It's it, the problem is at the root. And we're blaming the top. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's. They yeah. got to do some more all white. Yeah. Period. But listen, Creed, Strat Compton, both my top ten this year. They, if it was up to me, they'd be nominated for Best Picture. Absolutely, well, but they're not paying her dues. Then why isn't Leo? Uh, why didn't Leo win for everything? Why hasn't Leo's, Why hasn't once Scorsese Leo's, won since Departed? He shouldn't even won for that. Yeah, he should have won for that. It was but I don't think Leo should win for this. Just pointing that just out. Just saying. Well, just, there you go. Just throwing that out because it's politics. It always will be, and you know it. Yep. I won't commit to it always will be. I will say it is. Uh, look, it I'm, is. I'm looking Time to get ostracized from this industry, so I'm going to do my best at that. All right. I'm not looking to get ostracized, <laughs> no, so keep yeah. sitting on that under the table. But yeah. I guess now we have to get back to some box office yeah. things, because that is the title of our show. So let's go over to the international numbers and see what's going on over there. Oh, also, just to let you know, I think you it has been confirmed that Monster Hunt is coming to the U.S. Yeah, it is. It's coming. <laughs> if it you don't to. know what we're talking about, Monster Hunt made huge to. numbers in, in China. China. Yeah. It's one of their like highest grossing original properties, mm-hmm. I believe, and it is now coming to the U.S. I don't yeah. know how wide of a release that will be, but I will be searching it out. Mm-hmm. Um, international numbers. The Revenant led the weekend's international uh, box office, so as well as the domestic yeah, box office. It, um, it brought in $33.8 million. Mm-hmm. It's in... 8,388 locations, which is a lot That's in 48 lot months. Not China, yes. yeah. China would, would be like... Well, China has 8,367 8, <laughs> of those, and the rest are in All Indonesia right. and so Estonia. The, the international total for Leonardo DiCaprio's epic has hit 104 million, plus the 120 million um, for the U.S., 
So it's doing doing pretty well. That, and what they say I that, think that's right where it said it needed to make three hundred yeah, so worldwide or something. We need to make like three hundred or four hundred. It might have been, it might yeah. have been because the budget was way up there. Wow. But you're saying you didn't like this movie. Uh, the budget, just for the budget alone, is supposedly like one thirty-five mm. plus PNA. But you didn't like this movie. I like how it looks. Okay. I like so how you think it everything looks. is overrated here. I think The Revenant in general is overrated. I agree. I with think you. it's a very beautiful film. Of course, but it that's is. it's the strongest legacy. But why do you think it's opinion. making so much money? Just um, because people are putting praise to it, praise to it, and yeah. like the pressure the to Leo see factor. it, and the Leo factor, so and the fake. fact that I think so many people think that he's going to win, yeah, they want to see and the it's going to win, and they like yes. want to be like they want to be a part of they that. They want to see what the Roman um, land Oscar like is. this movie. Has thrived because of politics. Oh, absolutely. Like 100%. Well, that's what that's what it is. What's really interesting is a lot of people are like mm-hmm. two weeks ago after the Golden Globes, everyone's like the Revenant is like the movie to watch out for for Best Picture. Uh, this week, the Big Short won the Producers Guild mm-hmm. Award for Best Picture, and Which, mirrors usually that mirrors what wins Best Picture. I mean, look. So, I mean, that, I was surprised by that. I like the Big Short, but for me, if it wasn't going to be the Revenant, it was uh, Spotlight. Now all of okay. a sudden, right. it's but, a three-way race. You throw a spotlight in. None or, of the uh, movies. None of the movies I thought were the best of the year are even nominated. Okay. <laughs> my uh, my favorite of the year, which is, is Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, Compton. Yeah. Creed. Uh, okay. And I also liked uh, the Shyamalan movie. Oh, the, the visit. Yeah, the visit. Oh, I didn't see oh, that the one. Gift. That's the gift. No, the gift. The no, one. the gift was with uh, which I also liked. Okay, as oh, I right. with uh, Joel Edgerton and yeah. uh, you know Bateman. Yeah, yeah. Um, fantastic. None of these movies. I I don't care less Listen, about any of these movies. Mad Max Fury Road was my favorite of the year. Yeah. I would love that but just snuck nominated. up there. It's nominated. It's nominated right? for it's best there, at least. I would love if it just snuck in. This is just if a, it's like that, I would also be very happy. I would be like, I don't know how that happened, but I would be very happy. It's a terrible year for movies. This was a terrible year for movies. It's not a terrible. Year for movies. Not anything really good. Room is really good. Sicario is really good. Ex Machina is really good. Mad Max is really good. Star Wars is super fun. And Creed is super fun. Any year we get into a Rocky movie is a great year for cinema. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would like to see a Rambo here as well. But I mean, as for like a clear cut favor for Best Picture. I don't no, see one. There isn't one no. this year. Last year it was like Boyhood, then Birdman. Spotlight's good. Yeah. It's not great. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Well, let's get it's more overrated. into another movie that we've talked a ton about, and, and this one is Star Wars. So Star Wars took second place in the international market. It brought in $23.3 million. So internationally, it is now at $1.06 billion. It's not going to be the Avatar. Led by the UK, $173.3 million. China, $112 million. Germany, one of three point five million. Wow. Yes. So we're at almost nine hundred million domestic. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. by next week, mid next week, we're at nine hundred. I don't. I'm gonna, I think I might fall short of my prediction at a it's billion. Seventy nine. Yeah. I think I'm going to fall short of the billion. Yeah. My internet connection. Unless died. they keep it in the theater long enough, which I don't think they will. I think they could. They, they yeah, but I think they want to make the money on the DVD. I think this will be in the. No, I don't think that's a problem. I I think think I think there was repeat watchers. No matter if they watched it ten times in theaters, they're still going to buy the DVD, and then they're going to buy the deleted scenes and a bunch of other stuff. Mm -hmm. But do you still think that this has a possibility of getting to a billion domestic? Mm -hmm. I don't. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say it tops out at like nine forty five now. It's gonna top which is nine. goddamn close to a billion yeah, dollars. So yeah. I'll take it as a billion dollars there's domestic. Two, there's too many heavy hitters coming up in these next couple weeks, including March. It, you got Batman v Superman. Then it, it came out of yeah. the gates so well. I think ultimately, 
you know, it's not going to be Avatar. Avatar is just, it's, yeah. Avatar is too big internationally. The international numbers on Avatar are just fucking out of mm-hmm. this world. I think it'll take Titanic, though, with another 200 million. So I think I Star agree. Wars Awakens is going to be number two. Not, it won't be Avatar. Well, Avatar did something, man. Like there was people that were depressed because they could never go to Pandora. Yeah, they were like clinically imp- depressed. Yeah, and they, 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 they like they killed themselves. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that might be. I don't extreme. know if they no. killed themselves. I don't know depressed. if that's accurate. I think that might well, be. Well, if they alive. killed themselves, they're better off not being right. on this earth anymore. Continuing on yeah, the Pandora. international numbers, the fifth wave actually came in with $15.9 million in 33 international markets. Um, It opened in Russia, Brazil, the UK, and Spain to boost its foreign total to 27.4. But Chloe hits all those markets. She looks a little Russian. She's got like a Brazilian body. She speaks like almost in like a UK tongue. I think it's more about the genre of the film and the fact that they did say it was this whole kind of like alien invasion thing. Mm -hmm. By the way, I actually saw this movie this weekend, not with the intention of like I wanted to see it, but I got like kind of stuck somewhere Mm. for two hours and was like, oh, I'll see a movie. Hmm. And it was This or Dirty Grandpa, so I saw Fifth Wave. You didn't want to see Zach uh, Zach Efron naked on a motorcycle? (laughs) I'm not a Zach Efron. Fan personally, oh, okay. so he's a little bloated, or was that incident um, now in Skid Row? His like facial expressions are far too animated, and he kind of scares me. So, how bad was um, Fifth Wave? Fifth so, Wave, I heard it's pretty bad. It's pretty darn bad. Pretty darn bad huh? Did you pretty wish you got like bad. washed away by a big wave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I came out of it and While was like, watching I came wave. out of it and was like, maybe I should have seen Dirty Grandpa. And then Oof. I read the d- reviews of Dirty Grandpa, and I was like, nope, there was no hope. No, nope. I was, to go. I was just failing no matter what. Um, I'm gonna give Dirty Grandpa a shot. Oh, you <laughs> a good report. The yeah. thing about Fifth Wave is like they advertise it as this like apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. The aliens it's are like coming. Day style, but they never like. Uh, never show the aliens? No. Any... Well, the aliens can occupy humans. Which sorry. All... I'm spoiling. Sorry. Nobody um, saw it that, anyway. Yeah, but, it's just... And nobody will. But That sounds like a budget so... save to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. aliens? Exactly. Humans. Yes, no. exactly. But they, and then they never dive into like how you can actually distinguish gotcha. who's an alien and who's a human. Of course, it's like a trilogy. It ain't gonna work. There's, and also, her hair and makeup is perfectly done through the whole entire apocalyptic universe. Now, always bothers what is, me. What is? What uh, is? She gets scantily clad. Or is anything going on? Uh, she has a romantic interest, but really? it's not too scantily clad. Okay. So you can't tell by looking at them, basically. Like, they look like normal humans. The only way I would saw this movie is The only way I would saw that movie is if Roddy Piper himself, rest in peace, was still around oh, and he put man. on some sunglasses <laughs> yes. and was like, I, <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> he came in to kick ass your bubble gum and I'm all well, out of bubble gum. Yeah. That sounds like they live. I still admire you for getting slapped by him. Well, I mean, luckily, I admire you for a lot of things, but that's number one. The fifth wave has generated $38 million worldwide, which is supposedly matching its $38 million budget. So well, I guess we're going to see the sequel. No, no way. way. We might. With, with all the advertising, they'll be lucky to break even. Uh, what do they call it? The sixth wave? Is that what it's called next? I have no idea. <laughs> it's it's like be, right? a franchise. What happened to one, two, three wave? They, it all happens in the beginning of the movie, right? One, two, three, four wave. One, two, three, oh, four? Oh, it's like, yeah. They do prequels, Star Wars stuff. Yeah. This movie sucks. Nobody's going to watch right. it anyway. Um, Surprisingly, Paramount's The Big Short 
finished wow. fourth internationally, bringing so many stars. ten million dollars yeah. in fifty-two Stephen markets. Wong. So its yeah, new Stephen worldwide <laughs> total is eighty-seven point four. Um, the dramedy received a boost on the awards front Saturday night by, as JT said, winning the top yep. movie prize in the Producers Guild of America. Awards. It was a shocker. No one thought that was going to win. And not, and I didn't think we'd be talking about this again so soon. Of course. But Warner Brothers' Rocky spinoff Creed followed in fifth. Yeah. <laughs> with nine point five million in thirty eight markets to push the international total to forty two and the worldwide to one hundred and fifty mil. Nice. You know what? That's Creed's a certified blockbuster. <laughs> yes, it really, honestly it is. is. Well, I mean, it was like a thirty million dollar budget film. And Stallone is sle- sweeping the awards. Yeah, mm-hmm. this guy up, is man. just gonna. I mean, it's fantastic. I cannot wait to he hear loses. his Oscar speech. L A. L A. If Stallone loses, we riot. Oh, it'll be burnt down. <laughs> it's, okay. No questions asked. It's, it's going down. No questions Those asked. Those are the international numbers. Yes. So we have an international number game. And guys, we are not running with much time left. So we're going to have wow, to do this kind of speedily. Something like that. Do we have a theme song or not today? I think we do. There we go. That was uh, Bill Belichick looking at his uh, roster for the offensive line of the Patriots. Oh, boy. And saying, get rid of him, get rid of him, get rid of all of them. Get rid of everybody. <laughs> well, we do. He was under okay. so much pressure. So today's, no today's no. game has a little bit of a... A change of plans yeah, case. Yeah. And yeah. normally, as we do this, we get some wonderful international mm-hmm. translated titles mm-hmm. of movies. We normally pick out the fake. the fake one. But this week, it's a little bit of a switch up. There is going to be three fake ones. One real one. <laughs> so we are looking for what is true. Yeah, I apologize because I am, uh, I'm going to Orlando. With cops, that's right. Yeah, to shoot the Harry Potter convention uh, over at Universal Studios. Yeah, big trip. Warner Brothers Yay. is paying for everything, which is uh, you know kudos to them. Mm-hmm. They finally uh, recognize what kind of talent that they're dealing with, <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a good time. They actually sent me uh, all seven movies. Really? On Blu-ray. Wow. Do you want them? No, I'll give them to you. I love. Thank you. You can have them. It's going to cost you a little bit. <laughs> Not money. But like maybe dinner or something, like a candlelight or something. <laughs> anyway, that being said, I got to watch. I'll take you to a candlelight. The cops was like, I got to watch. Because I never watch one. Yeah. So he's like, watch five and eight. Okay. And I should be able to know what I'm talking about. Okay. Hopefully nobody from Warner Brothers is watching. Anyway, I saw every movie. I'm, I'm just kidding. Anyway, that being said. Um, Here we go. The Finest Hour. Yeah, Which and we're is, not, not. It's not all China. Are you talking about the finest hours? Yeah, whatever. No it's one, coming out. Anyway. We're going to talk about it in a minute. Yeah, it's from the Slovenian title. It's called "The Perfect Storm." <laughs> like okay. the perfect storm. Yeah, yeah they, they stole, stole the title. Yeah, okay. the perfect storm. <laughs> People will get so confused. I wonder what the perfect storm was called now? Indonesia. Jane got a gun. Oh, the yeah. Natalie Portman movie. Yeah. Okay. The professional. <laughs> Again, okay. Not reusing a title. <laughs> <laughs> These already exist. Kung Fu Panda Three uh-huh. from China. China doll. <laughs> Why the doll? Okay. Okay. I feel like this is easier than our normal. And ones. this this movie here, which I think maybe 
quite possibly, judging by the trailers, the worst movie of the year. <laughs> What's that? Fifty Shades of a Black. Shut down. <laughs> yeah. Black Hooker. <laughs> I've actually read the Fifty so Shades of Black script, real, so. so which one is real is what I'm asking you. I'm saying China Doll. So once again, China Sylvania, doll. The Finest Hours, The Perfect Storm. Mm-hmm. Indonesia, Jane Got a Gun, The Professional. <laughs> nope. China Doll. Portugal, Fifty Shades of Black, Black Hooker. Kung Fu Panda 3, China, China Doll. China Doll. You I, wanted to put Black it. Hooker in there, so you wrote it, go and China you stole the other two titles. <laughs> I gotta go China Doll. I gotta go China Doll. China Doll is a David Bowie song. Yeah. Rest in peace. China Girl. Oh, yeah. You're right. Well, Doll's better. Yeah. Either way. Doll, uh, girls can doll. Uh, you know, you, hey, yeah. hey, what up, Doll? You guys are right. You guys yeah, are right. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, I didn't have a lot of time. I'm flying to Orlando. That's what we call winging it, guys, but we did it. Yeah, I'm flying to Orlando. <laughs> He's got too much Harry Potter. Anyway, if anybody's in Orlando, come check so, me out. <laughs> from our inspiration with yeah, Jane Got a Gun, we're going to run through a top yeah, five this. movie list. And the person of the hour is Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. who, in connection with James Gunn, also has a connection to the Star Wars franchise. And I mm-hmm. think it's interesting that after coming out with Star Wars, she says her career barely survived. Why is that? Based on, well, people said she acted really badly. In but it, she had directors didn't terrible want to work with her. She had the prof- any person that like says, "Oh, you weren't good in Star Wars." Like, watch the professional. I think just see what yes. I did in that movie. She was great in Black Swan. Do you think Swan it was too. me? I mean, she got an Oscar for Black director. Swan, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, she's white. Yeah, she won not a, She's white. She got the Oscar for Black Swan. Uh, I love her. I, I think, do. She's, I like I think her she's fantastic. I think she's wonderful. She's I also great, love Daisy Ridley and too. Natalie Portman. They all kind of look alike. It was it wasn't a body double in Your Highness either when she was diving. That was actually her ass. Oh, oh, your highness. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, let's James get Franco into yeah. her Not top kidding. five. Um, let's do it. We're going to start with... Hold on. I have to group them in my they mind. Can't all be Star Wars. Cut out the Star Wars. <laughs> we're going to start with The Vendetta. Nice. Yes. I, like I liked her in that. She's really I good. I love and she, you this know what? movie. She actually looks really, really good with a bald head as well. I agree. Yeah, she I memorized that speech for a while. Oh, I don't remember it. Name, you, uh, what do you think you would look like with a bald head? Bald. Yeah, but like, you think you would still be like smoking hot? I don't know. I used to have a bald head. Tricks digged it. Shin, who's the guy that's he? he oh, it's Hugo Weaving, right? Yeah, Hugo yes, Weaving. And yeah. I love him. And you never see his face, but he still gives such a great performance in this movie. It's almost like it's Andy Circus. It's almost like an Andy Circus thing. And this movie actually have a lot of like a lot of people. This really is in the pop culture. People usually Huge. use it. And they hackers the are wearing the mask. It, la- it was the last good picture that fucking Joel Silver has done. Yeah, and John Rocca wore well, it right after we beat him in the show. <laughs> he did. And its lifetime Sorry, gross John. is seventy point five million dollars, which is okay. actually kind of lower good. than I would expected. But for rated R, that's not bad. True. It's, it yeah. was a good film. Yeah. Then up we go to No Strings Attached. No Stop. She was in that? Yeah. Yeah, It's really similar. With Aston Kutcher? Yeah. I always get confused because it's so similar to the other one. Closer. Mila Kunis in it. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, who? Which was Timberlake and How is this connected? My buddy was an extra bartender in that. But No Strings Attached. I mean. I think Ivan Reitman directed this movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. No, I'm mistaken. He probably did. Uh, 70.6 million. That's when those, like, Friends of Benefits movies were, like, you know, 
out every six months. Okay, but now it's over with. I mean, that now no, it's, now it's, it's like not now over it's like with. multiple that is, benefits. No, that is a theme that comes up over and over again because it kind of touches on the whole um, can guys and girls be friends concept, and they that can. always comes up in rom coms. It's just thinking, never. It just here, it's here's recycled my, all here's the time. my theory on friends with benefits. Everybody needs somebody to have sex with. Okay, let's hear this. All right, Go ahead, yeah. they always they always do. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, and if anybody who doesn't, then they, they're doing something wrong. There should be somebody always, unless you have like a long term boyfriend or girlfriend, at the drop of a dime, or you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a, a thing where you're like, hey, nobody's doing anything over here. <laughs> let's watch something and then like have sex. That's the way it should be. Netflix and, and chill. Yes, exactly. Somebody should always have a sex partner, regardless. That is your, is that your like public service announcement for the day? I mean, I don't, I can't remember the last time that I haven't had somebody I could dial up and be like, hey, you know, come over and want to have a good time with me. And usually, or, or the girl does it as well. Well, congratulations. Well, girls are more prone to having a sex partner than a guy is because a girl always can do that. Uh, Listen, I, if you were know. single, okay. you can call okay. up any guy you okay. want and be you like, hey, come over and let's figure it a, out for ourselves. Is that like supposed to be a statistic or is that <laughs> you just being like, in theory, I think a girl could get a guy to have sex with her. So in that way, she is prone. A girl could open her phone and press any number and be like, hey, what are you doing? And hopefully a guy answers and then he can come over immediately. <laughs> we're moving on to the next I'm one. I'm just saying. Which is Black Swan. Uh, okay, Aronofsky. Yes. Good I movie. Mean, one, Oscar? I love. Yes, I really like her. Almost every movie she's in, yeah, I'm like, I like Aronofsky, Aronofsky, right? Aronofsky, yeah. He's fantastic. Was, he followed this up after he did the wrestler, which I love that movie. If you could make a, if you could make a ballet movie look good, yeah, then you're doing something well, right. The, the, the way there's talent in that. It was like a dark gothic horror, a, really interesting, and it's like a psychological thriller, yes. of course. Well, it's and, jealousy, uh, yeah, envy. It's one of those movies I watched, and the second time I got more out of it the second time. And I feel like there's certain themes in the movie that I'm not sure if he's trying to convey. So I love you movies just like put that. Them there. Yeah, so I, I just love movies like that where you watch every time and try to be like, oh, is that what he's trying to do? Okay. It's creepy. It's great. Then yeah. we go into the world of Thor. So Thor is closer, and not, Thor is closer the not there. Um, closer comes in at her list. Uh, in my opinion, just below in my opinion that was that was one we're of her best films. Yeah, okay. but we're talking money. Um, we're talking money. Thor Dark so We should have talked about both. They're right next to each other. Natalie so Portman Thor brought in 181. That was not the list of the week. And um, The Dark World brought 206. Mm, so those wow. are her next contenders. Mm, those are she's the love interest. Obviously, I don't people even go remember to being her in it. I mean, she's not even in that. <laughs> That's because she's not the center of that, that film yeah. at all. And then, of course, we have all of the Star Wars prequels. Of course. So, episode one, all, two, she was in all three of them? Yeah. Yeah. What did she complain about it ruined her career? She made a ton of money off that. I mean, who knows how much she made off that? She married some, like, violinist or something. No, no, she married no, she uh, one married of the guys the, from Black the, Swan. Was, or a choreographer yeah, or same, something. Same thing. Guys. That's totally different. That's no, a, it's not. Those aren't connected <laughs> to Ballet, Star Wars. choreography, Listen, uh, Star Wars. violin playing. It's the mm-hmm. same kind of, it's the same <laughs> profession in my book. Guys, if you're listening and you're young, start training to be a dancer right now. Yes. Because or throw you start a football. training, Patrick Swayze and Dirty Dancing, the guy who was crushing it the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Because he knew how to dance and he was teaching girls how to dance. I'll tell you it's what. Like girls love dancers. I love that you two are advocating this. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I... It's coming from that here's side the deal. of the table. I was always, you know, fortunate enough to have special skills 
and genetics. <laughs> okay, anyway. That was able so to get women. We have to talk about Now, if the I didn't, I would definitely movies. be in dance or ballet or playing the violin <laughs> or like in the marching band or something like that. PSA. So if you're not good looking and don't have the genetics and a body or something like that, jump in on these kind of things yep. and you'll definitely this get is some girls. PSA number two of the evening. All right, let's get into some upcoming films. Of course, we yeah. had this inspiration because of Jane Got a Gun, which is coming out basically with the help of her ex-fiance, played by Joel Edgerton. Uh, Edgerton. Who's great. Ex-fiance? He wrote it, actually. I I don't... It says ex-fiance. I'm guessing that's the character. Oh, like okay. The character. I thought you were talking about Natalie Portman. I was like, she's... I'll speak. No. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. With help from her ex-fiance, played by I didn't Joel realize you were reading the synopsis. Yes. Um, she's the best. Natalie, <laughs> uh, Natalie Portman's character lets defend her family from a vengeful outlaw, played by Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. and um, some gang of killers in the Old West. Yeah, this movie went through a lot of problems because they had an original director who mm-hmm. like started the production and fell out, and then I think Gavin O'Connor is the director. And uh, am I correcting that? It's Gavin O'Connor. The guy did Warrior. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, the guy did Warrior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who I like. I think he's a really decent director. Mm-hmm. Warrior was a great movie. Um, I, it's an interesting premise. It is a very old school Western premise. I'm a really big fan of the cast, so I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, really is it rated like, R? Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing some like reviews. So that's possible. Breast and ass. Yeah. Thanks. Need that. So Jane Got a Gun is coming out. Also, Kung Fu yeah. Panda Three, which had a very star-studded <laughs> premiere. Yes, Chorus voices of like Angelina Jolie. Oh I believe Kid Hudson's in it. I'm curious to see. How she this put does. up an Instagram picture the other day with her in a bathtub with her ass out. Who you did? Kate Hudson. Oh, I thought you said Angelina I did Julie. not. Never mind. No. Kate Hudson's you got so excited. <laughs> Kate Hudson's just as hot. Yeah, she's pretty um, hot. Also coming out is The Finest Hours, yep. which I think from bomb. the trailers, it is going to bomb, but it, I think that if you do see it, it is the type of movie you see in 3D. Really? Just, is I, it 3D? I think so. Can I just say, I hate, Christmas. I really hate, um, I really hate CGI water. Oh, it's movie, the worst. The whole thing literally takes place in it's CGI the worst. water. The reason I say that is just because I remember I've seen the trailers in multiple mm-hmm. formats, and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, the 3D trailer yeah. was so much better than the regular That's trailer. That's one of the problems I had with, like, The Perfect Storm. You go back and watch that now, 90% of that movie, like, once the storm hits, it's all CGI water. Look at Titanic. <laughs> but that great acting amazing. Is, great James act- Cameron built a boat and dunked it into the water. It was amazing. That's why it's number two overall. I'm done with CGI be water. All right. I don't like CGI water either. I don't like CGI bodies either. <laughs> Drive me crazy. Yeah. So we've gone we through the, today. We've gone through this. Yeah. We've gone through the spectrum of problems. Diversity to CGI water. Fantastic. Um, also Spikely. coming out is Fifty worse. Shades of Black. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Do you want to take this one away? Go. Well, I'm filming Fifty Shades of White right now. <laughs> So we'll see. Is that Stars, the story of the Ku Klux Klan? Like, yeah, is that a bio? Yeah, it's like, we can't yeah. go here, guys. This <laughs> I'm, is just not okay. You're in it. You don't even know yet. <laughs> we can't, we can't yeah. go here. Yeah. Yeah. We're not shooting it yet. Listen, this guy, Marlon Wayans has made one funny movie in my estimation, and that is Don't Be a Mess Ben Seltzer to watch Drinking Juice in the Hood, which is the best spoof movie of all time. It's amazing. It is yeah. unbelievable this, on so many levels. But Scary Movie 1 was good, too. Yeah, now, apparently he okay. wrote this. But he's I been, hope he's been horrible lately. I really, really hope okay. that the trailers are just PG thirteen. Are PG thirteen and yeah. they're gonna go hard in this thing. Mm-hmm. Cause this is it looks terrible. Like <laughs> it, looks, it looks fucking atrocious. Yeah. It looks Hopefully bad. 
they they can't put it out there. I'm hoping that's the case. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think it is. Have you seen the clip they're showing when he goes on talk shows? It's when the girl goes to the elevator and doors go, it hits her in the head like, what is this? It's is that not, supposed to be funny? It's not funny. Okay. It's not funny. This now, so bad. what happens, I mean, hopefully uh, there'll be no um, qualms about this winning an Oscar. <laughs> no, I don't think there will be. So. You'll figure it, it out. Might, it might win another award. Listen, you know what though? Show. Marlon Wayans, I give you some respect because you're smart. You're you're cashing off the Wayne Brothers the popular, sitcom is, yeah. is fantastic. But he, okay. he does with Paranormal Activity. He just spoofs whatever's popular at the moment, and he makes some money. I he makes it. him for nothing. I get it, but this okay. is the movie that's not. It, this, this is not going to work. Less the than, Kardashian, the him is Kardashian with the horse. It's not. It's not good. Okay. We have less than five minutes left. So, how are these? <laughs> Fantastic movies going to affect the box office predictions times. So yes, um, so quick so we can get one call in. Okay, I'll take go it first. away. Um, obviously, Kung Fu Panda. Uh, it's, uh, we didn't really talk about that. I think it's going to do. Really this good. is going to do gangbusters. It's yeah. going to do probably it always fifty million. Makes, like what it opened, it, fifty or sixty. It opened like sixty the first yeah. time. Went lower the second time. It might be a little lower this time. But guess what? There's nothing else out. It yeah. might do. You know what? I'm going to no predict it at forty. Wow, okay. I can see um, that. I'm also uh, pitching a new thing for to Schmoes Know where when we do the new Phase Six, mm-hmm. that I come on and do my top five every week. Uh, top five what? Top five movies every week. Like top five. What movies. we're doing right now. I'm gonna oh, have a okay. Segment yeah, on yeah, the yeah, yeah. Box Christian doesn't know yeah. it yet, but yeah. we're going to talk about it. Okay, continue. <laughs> Number two, Kung Fu. Uh, I think. I think the Chris Pine fans are going to come out here. Um, I'm going to call. I'm going to go with the finest hour. Interesting. Okay. But I'm going to talk. We're going to. I think from two to five is going to be a difference between one or two million dollars, just like it was this week. Okay. Uh, What you're going to see three is. I think people may give. What are you about to say? Fifty Shades of Black a shot. I agree with you. I think it has. I think they may give it a shot. I think they may give. You know. I think you might see the twelve. Or something mm-hmm. like that. To be like, hey, let's let's give it a shot. Sometimes, sometimes people just want to go turn brains off and laugh at stuff. Right, exactly. Man. And and mm-hmm. I have a feeling that's yeah. not going to happen. I don't want to blow the brains out after okay. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, number four, uh, I think you're going to see Revenant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully the snow's gone in the east. And uh, five, I think you're going to see Star Wars. You know, mm-hmm. still uh, trucking along, probably around twelve. Hmm. My opinion. Interesting. Okay. So Kung Fu Panda at 40. Um, Finest Hour, maybe 16. Fifty Shades of uh, Black at um, 14, maybe 13. Mm-hmm. Revenant, 11. Star Wars, 10, 9. Okay. okay. JT, uh, take I'll, it away. Kung Fu Panda 3, obviously. Yes. I think it might be anywhere, I think it might be close to 50. Because I don't okay. think there's been a kid's movie out for a while now. No one's seen Norman I think the North. 45, 50 is a close. No one's seen Norman the North. No. Uh, number two, this Clearly. is where I struggle. I'm going to, just to differ from you, I'm going to say Fifty Shades of Black. He's he's smart. He knows people are going to see that and be like, oh, this could be funny. Well, two for four for five, like I said. Yeah. So Very simple. It's going to be very close. And then I'll go Finest Hour. Then I'll go Revenant. And then I'll go... Mm-hmm. I think Ride Along could overtake it with the with the snow gone. That's what, yeah, it's over Star Wars. That's what uh, it beat it by two million. Uh, number five will go Star Wars. Stick with it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Boom. Stanley Oof. Lee had it at uh, five last week. Or Stanley Wong had Stanley Star, Wa- Wong, had Star yeah. Wars at five. Yeah, he might have won the whole thing. No, he's wrong. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, we're going to go with, yes, Kung Fu Panda. <clears throat> I also am going to give it to Fifty Shades of Black. Then The Finest Hours. I need to be different right than you. you. Okay. Um, so you're going to go Revenant oh, and then something else for number five? Uh, Are you going to go see uh, Fifty Shades of Black? No. Right. I might go see Jane's Got a Gun. I will see Jane's Got a Gun, but it's not going to be, not enough people are going to go see that. No. Wait, what did but, you say uh, before and five again? Uh, number four for me was Revenant, number five was Star Wars. Damn it. So he's one um, off of mine, technically. Yeah, we're just all neck and neck. Yeah, and it's, I, I, don't know. It's, I mean, it's tough. Big to be different, big to be different. Um, <clears> we'll just switch them then. Okay. We'll just go Star Wars, then Revenant. Hey, and I don't bad. think that's going to happen. It's, it's a $2 million difference. Why don't you pick right along then? Because I know. You don't want to have two black movies in the top five? Ride Along has horrible reviews, and I didn't yeah. want it to be in the top five when it debuted. What about Dirty Grandpa? It's also toast. awful. Maybe you know what? I'll give you all the Harry Potter DVDs <laughs> if you go see a Dirty Grandpa Fifty Shades of Black double feature with me. Fifty. My treat. 50. Okay. All right, done. All right, done. we have three minutes left. We can take one caller if someone's on the line. I know we were having some issues with Skype, so if if you haven't no been calls, able to get yeah. through, that was why we tried it's to late. hold Boss off Turner and see if anyone could fix it. Let's but this week it just got fixed, and now we're leaving. Um, next so, week, guys. Next week. Yeah, we're going to be a, a lot more prepared. Uh, today was a big. This was a big week Listen, for everybody. It was championship right, day. It? Yeah, it was championship day. There was a lot of different stuff going yeah. on. I mean, I was here. I don't know. Anyway, you were in traffic. I was in traffic, but that's different. Yeah. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Please. You know, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Go see yeah. the other shows on the Popcorn Talk Network. There's so much to talk about. Basically, if you like any type of movie, any company, there's like Disney movie news, DC, Marvel, a whole spectrum of stuff to go out. Yeah, Sundance and is going on right now. Yeah. I, I, heard a a, I heard there's a lot of fantastic indie movies. We're gonna have which some is, comments on which those. is great. Also, yeah. uh, I'll just throw this out there. Follow me at JT. But I just launched a new show on my. And iTunes channel cool. called JT Movie News. I uh, like that. So I'm doing two shows a week, JT Movie Things, with a different guest every week. Last Can I be week, a correspondent on that show? Yeah, I think we might have to get you on for a new show. Yeah, I like and that. And then every Thursday, I, Friday morning, I release a show with Ace where we go over the movie news. I like that. And, uh, awesome. Maybe a and stock show. Yeah, up. catch me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Catch me in Orlando for the Harry Potter convention. And uh, if yeah. you guys are there, hit me up. Uh, we'll meet you anywhere in Orlando if you buy me something for free. And uh, yeah, with cops buying someone and, something uh, implies that it, it would be uh, Twitter, free obviously. For you. Period. Yeah. Poof. At Sarah underscore Stratton, yes. I'll be here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you guys enjoy your week. Keep watching those numbers. Poof. <laughs> From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.